Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing Golden Blood episode eight. This is the finale episode. It finally aired. I was looking forward to Golden Blood when I saw the previews, except I do not like sexual innuendos, so that part was not on his thing at all. But I liked the idea of the storyline, and honestly, I can say I've watched all the episodes except episode 7. Okay, peeps, I didn't get that watched last week. But I was really unimpressed with this series up until episode 8. I got to see the premiere today. Yay! It was so exciting. And it was on YouTube. Someone was kind enough to upload it. And then I realized that if I switch my server to Argentina, I can watch the show on WeTV. I've been trying for weeks to figure out what server will work. It's the Argentinian server, which for those of you who don't know, Proton VPN is fabulous. You can get that downloaded and then watch your BLs in different regions or whatever kind of dramas in different regions. But anyway, I just discovered that today and I was like, oh, because I, I came in on the live stream later than I was hoping to, so I missed the beginning. I did find episode eight Anna really liked, which was kind of weird because most people on the live stream did not really like episode eight. They were like, this is cringy. This is annoying. No one decides to like someone this quickly. The reason I liked episode eight personally is I really like the character of Sun. I think it's because I can totally relate to Sun in so many ways that that really is not a good thing. I've been working on that, peeps. It's part of my personal development, but I'm still working on it. I mean, I'm eventually going to make a couple of podcasts on how this has been a very interesting journey lately. But moving on from that, because that's not today's podcast, the reason I really like this episode is because in the previous episodes, we have Sun and Sky having all this, I would say, bottled up tension. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think... Sky would be a much better person if he ran some of that energy out. I'm just saying, I'm going, you know, he should do jogging or something to, you know. He's kind of like one of the little squirrels. I don't mean it, he's just a little squirrely. He can't help it, but boy, he is. But anyway, the thing I think is interesting is I think oftentimes in life we see one thing and then another and they all connect. And that connection is really cool. Well, this last week, I discovered Frank James on YouTube Peeps, and I'm just saying Frank James has changed my world. And this is not an unattached segue, okay? So I'm just saying this seems like it's we're going a different direction, but I'm going to circle the wagon, and I will try to do so promptly. But Frank James has really helped me this past week because he does stand-up comedy about introverts. And it has been so refreshing for Anna because all my entire life I have thought that maybe I was bizarre and very high-functioning autistic, which I still am, but it's nice to know that I'm not alone. And thanks to Frank James, I, I feel a lot better about things and some other decisions I made before watching these stand-up comedy routines. But I'm just saying, thanks to Frank, he has helped me realize that other people's brains often work 
like mine do. And he even led me to try to take a personality test, and I discovered I am an IFSJ, which explains a lot. I wish I'd have known this sooner. I mean, I've gone over 30 years without knowing this, and it would have been so nice to sit there and go, you know, it's not me. It's IFSJ. I mean, it is me, but I really can't help that too much. I can work on it, but maybe work with it instead of on it. But moving on, Frank James mentioned in one of his hilarious but informative YouTube videos what people need to know about introverts in relationships. And I'm going, you know, I got to watch this because curiosity just kills the cat on me sometimes. And I'm not in a relationship. It's not that. But I just, I was curious, so I clicked it. But anyway, in the video, Frank mentions the fact that oftentimes if introverts really feel strongly about something but are completely freaked out about actionable steps about something, they will panic, freeze, and to the other party, they seem to be a little cold and difficult, which is not what they're trying to do at all. It's simply we don't really have a way to express ourselves when we panic or when we think that something is not logically feasible sometimes. Because I don't mean it weird. Some of us really overthink things to the nth degree and it's not that we don't actually do things, because we do, but we overthink them. And then we worry about things that might never happen, but that could happen, and it's it stymies us. And really, I think in the case of Golden Blood, I'm circling the ragged now. Golden Blood. With Sun and Sky, the last couple of episodes before this, Sky is very, very angry at Sun. And Sun's like, I can't be more than a bodyguard, Sky. It's not, you know, and Sky and Sky is like, I, I like you. Why can't you just say you like me? Da, 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 da. And he's getting very angry and upset and throwing these little temper tantrums, which, no offense, would make him rather unappealing as a partner, I would think. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. So I don't think this is a good way to increase likability if you're trying to attract someone by throwing fits because they won't say they like you. And I've been watching for the last couple of weeks and I'm like, you know, it's not that Sun doesn't like Sky. It's simply that Sun knows that logically there's no feasible option for them to be in a relationship. And ergo, he refuses to say that he likes someone if he cannot follow through on something. I mean, no offense, it makes perfect sense I, to some of us. But anyway, but the thing that I really liked about episode eight is we finally, I think maybe for like the one of the first times in my life, and again, this is why Anna loves BL, it's because we deal with somewhat difficult and not very often talked about subject matter. I don't know why we only put it in BL drama. I wish we did another drama because it would make it so much cooler to watch. But anyway, at the end of the day in this episode, Sky is beside himself because Sun has taken a bullet for him and he realizes that Sun did care about him. The other thing that happens is Sky's dad's assistant comes in and hands Sky a notebook and says, this is Sun's notebook. If Sun didn't care about you, he wouldn't have taken that bullet for you. And why don't you just take a peek at this notebook? Because I think you're going to find the answer you're looking for. Even though Sun will not talk to you about it, look in this notebook. And so 
Sky opens up this notebook and it's all these doodles of Sky being silly, our, our sun and Sky having fun together. And he basically just breaks down like, I really like this person, I might have killed this person, and I didn't even get a chance to really tell them I liked them in a way that they could hear me, and they didn't get a chance to tell me. And that really sucks brick. So anyway, he's bawling to his eyes out on top of um, Sun at the beginning of this episode. It's then that Sun wakes up and he's like, okay, just calm down. And that's where we're going to leave them for a moment. We also have Pitch and Bank, who have decided to be a couple. And really, I side with the other people in the comments on this. I want a Pitch and Bank series. I mean, forget Sun and Sky. They're, they're a nice couple, don't get me wrong. Pitch and Bank are very amusing to watch. I mean, I'm into comedy, but those two are hilarious. And I love to see their development in the show way more than anything else, really, that I've enjoyed in the show so far, except for episode eight with Sun and Sky, which I'm getting to in a moment. And I know my brain's going everywhere, but it's a squirrely day. That's all I'm saying. So anyway, but Pitch and Bank are now a couple. From what I'm gathering, they are living together now in the apartment, and um, they are just very hilarious. And I love how they are both so comfortable around one another and not in a weird way simply in a they totally understand the other party and they completely get each other's failings and like one another in spite of it which is bloody hilarious to watch and very refreshing I think in drama because usually I don't mean it weird when couples get together in dramas it's like they completely forget the other party's flaws for like this brief hit of dopamine and then you know reality sets in and they realize that the other party you know doesn't do the dishes or won't take out the trash and that builds up into angst and anger that we see in you know season two or three but the thing that I love about bank and pitch is they completely get that both of them are very flawed human beings and they are still kind of crazy about each other which is kind of funny to watch but anyway, so they are a happy couple now. They've told the two girls that they're a couple now who are kind of befuddled by this and also kind of warned the two girls that someone else might be a couple now. Um, um, um. And also, uh, Sky has told um, Bank that he likes Sun. And Pimpink's like, I knew you liked Sun Sky, so this really isn't a huge surprise, so moving on. So anyway, we have this solidification. We then go back to Sun and Sky. And Sun is still in the hospital, has to be in the hospital for a while to continue to be checked because he has a rare blood type that kind of is a little iffy when it comes to medical things because it's difficult to get transfusions. So he's in the hospital. Sky takes him outside to get some fresh air one day in the wheelchair. And Sun's like, you don't need to take me outside. I'm fine. You don't need to, you know, watch over me. I'm perfectly fine, young master. I don't need you here. You know, da -da -da. Go, go live your life. And it's at this point that Sky stops the wheelchair and he says, it's okay. I want to be here. This is my choice. I really do want to be here, son. And I would like to talk to you about something, too, while I'm here. And then 
son comes over, kind of sets down, so he's eye level with um, Sky sets down, or he's eye level with Sun, and he says, I really do want you to know that I do care about you, and I really would like to know if you care about and I really like this scene in particular. I think this scene made the series for me. I mean, it was worth watching the six semi-dreadful episodes, except for Pitch and Bank. And I don't mean that bad, but they were really poor acting, kind of poor plot line, and just not really cool, except for Pitch and Bank. And I don't mean it weird. Sun does these dog eyes, and you're going, oh, it'd be really hard to tell him, no, you can't have a cookie when he was three. That's all I'm saying. So anyway... Those were really the only things that made this series kind of worth watching until episode eight, in honest opinion. But as Sun is set, or Sky is sitting there going, you know, I care about you, and I want you to realize that I really do care about you, Sun, and I do want to know if you care about me. I think this this whole dynamic in this scene is really good because. It's done without the antagonism, the anger, the upset that we have seen in the past two to three episodes. I'm just saying, because I think Sky finally gets that the only way that Sun is going to be able to really understand that it is okay to admit that he likes Sky is to be able to sit there and go, I totally get where you're coming from, Sun, with your complete freaking out about this whole thing because you were my bodyguard, my dad raised you, you have, you know, that whole dynamic of the situation. But still, I'd like to know the answer to that question. And I think that pause in the scene is perfect because for people who are somewhat introverted, like, I think Sky's like, so introverted it kind of hurts it's like you can just tell he's trying to think things through but he cannot process further than he can because it's not humanly possible because of the walls that are built that you cannot surmount it's just mental gymnastics sometimes just aren't possible and I totally get that so I think this scene with Sun and Sky where Sky just sits down plops down and grabs Sun's hand and goes it's okay. You're in a safe place. We can talk about this without you just shutting it down because I do want to know the answer. And at what, no matter what the answer is, we will at least have discussed it. And I think at this point when Sun just goes, I do like you. I'd like to be with you as long as you want to be with me. But I don't basically, you know, know. And people during the whole video were like, boy, Sun had a massive turnaround. Boy, this is not realistic that Sun would go from, you know, fighting the feelings that he likes someone to just completely force someone. I don't think it's unrealistic at all, to be quite honest. And not because Sun had a massive change of heart, but simply because Sun was like, okay, I can see that logically this is possibly feasible. I don't know how it's feasible, but I am able to go there mentally now. And I totally can see that happening, especially with someone who's like Sun. So anyway, it's during this time that Sun says, yes, I, I do really like you, but, you know, I'd like to be with you as long as you'd like me to be with you, um, Sky. And it's at this point that Sky says, well, what if I, I want you to be with me forever, Sun? Are you okay with that? And, Sky, and Sun's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay being with you forever, Sky. So anyway, 
they decide to be a couple. Sky then goes and begs his dad that Sun can stay with him, which his dad refuses. Then his dad pretends to try to kill Sun, which is kind of a, um, yeah, that was just weird. I don't know, kind of a B-rated thing. Uh, it's like the Bollywood action films. Sometimes you sit there and you go, I love Bollywood as much as, you know, I really do love Bollywood films. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes the action scenes are just a little unbelievable, I think would be the term. And anyway, this one has an unbelievable action scene where basically Sky's dad is testing Sun to see if he still would be willing to care for Sky, even if he thinks he's going to die in the attempt, which of course he is. We all know Sun's bent. Of course he would be willing to. And so at that point, Sun's dad's or Sky's dad says, okay, you two can be a couple, but you can be a couple with the understanding that you are going to be separated for six years. Sky is going to go overseas to Japan to study. Sun is going to continue to work for me. At the end of the six years, after not talking to one another, if you two still feel like you like each other, then perhaps you two can be together. And this part kind of backed on and off. Because here's the thing. I mean, how do I say this? Maybe it's the din mom in me. And maybe it's simply the practicality part of me. And maybe it's simply the part of me that I'm like, you know, six years is six freaking long years. And yeah, it's only six years. I mean, let's face it. You have a kid, six years later, you're going, they're already in first grade. How did that happen? But in a relationship, it's like, if you could have spent six years with somebody you cared about and be happy and instead weren't, that seems kind of like, I don't know, a pointless exercise to prove a point. I don't know. And I know that parents sometimes do this in real life. And again, it aggravates Anna then too, because it reminds me of the scene in Beatrix Potter where Beatrix is talking to her friend Millie. And Millie says, if you like my brother, if I found somebody who I liked, I'd trample my mother to marry him. Don't think about this too much because you overthink things, Beatrice. Marry the man. And I don't mean it weird, but Anna's kind of like, you know, if you find one person in this world who you actually get along with and you decide that because of a stupid decision that your parent suggests, you should be away from them for six years, that's kind of a stupid decision because you're going to spend way more time with that person than you would with anybody who's a naysayer who says, oh, this isn't going to work. But anyway, my old digression got, yeah, kind of long. But at the end of the day, Sun and Sky agree to the dad's request. Um, they have a bit of time where they basically, um, they wear face masks, eat treats, and um, what else? go kind of crash on the lawn. That's their idea of a fun time. And everyone's going, this is cringy. This is weird. And honestly, this was one of the least cringy episodes Anna had because I was like, this is kind of funny because I don't mean it weird. That's that's what I would consider fun. I'm like, you get to wear face mask. You go crash on the beat, go crash on the yard. Um, you get to eat chocolate. That, that's kind of a good day. I mean, no offense. That's, yeah. So I'm like, I can totally see that being a cool thing to do. I'm not really sure about the two people wearing face masks. That's a little strange. But we had some nice little ads for toothpaste and face masks in this episode, which 
that was the product placement ads in Thai drama really make me crack up sometimes because I'm like, oh, we're having a romantical moment. We must add toothpaste. And I don't know why, but I um, I find that bloody hilarious whether we're talking about um, why are you or whether we're talking about golden blood. I'm like, um, no one gets... Um, what we say, dreamy-eyed over toothpaste. And if they do, I think they need to be checked into a mental institution. So anyway, that was like, um, okay, we will deal with the toothpaste ads. I mean, no offense, the toothpaste looks cool. I've never seen a dispenser like that before. I'm like, that is an interesting way to dispense toothpaste. It's like how we dispense antibiotic stuff. So anyway, once this pandemic is over and I can actually go to Thailand, I've been like, oh, I really want to go there. But anyway, I can't because of the, yeah, the lockdowns. So anyway, so they have a bit of a romantical moment. Also, there's a part which you might want to skip with the kitties. I'm just saying this. Yeah, it was like, why did we have to put that in there? I'm just saying, yeah. But anyway, so then um, Sun decides to leave, um, makes breakfast for Sky one last time before he leaves so that Sky's not hungry. And then they're separated for six years. Sky goes to um, Japan, studies. He and then returns and says that he'd like to work on his dad's business, which I'm still kind of confused on what his dad does. He's not an illegal mafia guy, but he is a mafia guy, which I don't know. I don't know hardly anything about the Thai mafia. I didn't even think we, there was a Thai mafia. So I really have no clue on that. And I'm not going to try to figure that one out on this podcast because we're already at 21 minutes. And yeah, that could take longer. So anyway... Sky returns, tells his dad that he would like to help, asks his dad where Sun is. His dad says, well, Sun can't see you till I say he can see you. I'm going, you know, your your son has done everything you've asked him to do in this relationship. He's waited six years. He, you know, this is just ridiculous. I mean, no offense. The dad and Sky relationship in this whole episode's was kind of disjointed and annoying to Anna because it's like both the dad and Sky tend to overreact to everything when they are together. I don't know. It's like the yelling starts and yeah. Anyway, but at the end of the day, um, Sky decides to go meet up with a friend reunion of Banks and the two girls that he started college with. We don't really find out what happened to the two girls he started college with. We do find out that Banks and Pitch are big shocker, still together. And um, then Banks takes um, Sky aside and says, what about Sun? How, how are things there? And, and Sky says, you know, I don't know how Sun is. I haven't talked to him yet. He, and he, and um, Banks says, well, are you going to go work for your dad? And he says, well, I am going to go work for my dad, but I'm going to do one other thing first. And then once that's done, I will go work for my dad. And he decides to go out to the countryside where he and son camped for that one time. Because before they split up to go for that six years hiatus, um, son said, I'm going to go with you once you're back from the six years and we are going to go back to the camping place and look at the stars. And Sky's like, you know, Sun's not part of my life right now, but I am still going back to the camping place and I am going to look at the stars, darn it. I mean, no offense. It's like, you know, he did become a cooler person 
when he became a little older, I mean, he's still a bit petulant, but I mean, at least he has initiative now. He's like, you know what? I might not be able to go see the stars with some, but I'm still going to go see those freaking stars. So he gets up, he marches over, he goes to see the stars. He also gets a raft to go out onto the lake to go um, look at the stars. But uh, Sky is not very... Um, he does not have a very good BMI ratio of fat to muscle, and he cannot even push the boat out onto the water. He's sitting there trying to, with all his might, he's like, I am going to go see the stars. And it's at that point that someone else you see in hand, and it's like, I will help you with this. This is not safe sky. And son has returned because the dad finally said, okay, go be with my son. You can go take care of him from now on. So Sky and son are together on the lake looking at the stars. And that's where the curtain closes with um, Sky insisting that um, son not call him young master anymore because that phrase. That's how it ends. I honestly thought this one was the best of the entire series. I give it a, you know, if they hadn't have put the romantical scene in it, I probably would have given it a 10, but they did include that, which means I have to fast forward with the kitties. So I'm giving it a 7.5. No other reason, except I'm like, we really didn't need to put that in. And it's not because it's a BL. I don't like romantical scenes in really any shows. So, and I totally get that there's romantical scenes in real life, but I'm like, I really like to sit down with my cuppa and watch my shows with the kitties without having to worry about what do we skip now. So anyway, Nick, also for those of you who don't know, there is another BL series. This one just finished airing, so there is not, um, it's done. But for those of you who don't know, and I have to check my time because I have an appointment coming up and I'm like, I do not want to be late. But anyway, for those of you who don't know, we also have, oh, I gotta go. 